It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Let's run it. A little FT live on a Thursday with the full fam. Ron Kratz, both AJs, and Adam Jones, AJ, has a big ass day coming up on Friday. Are you physically and mentally prepared to go back to Baltimore? You're playing, right? Uh, oof. Oof. <laughs> that, that, that. There's, there's four outs right there and uh, a lot of running on the bases if they hit me the ball, I'll tell you that. Uh, but no, tomorrow, I'm physically... I'm ready for it. Mentally, I don't think I am yet. I think it'll hit me once I'm involved in uh, in the festivities. Um, but I'm excited. Family and friends, ex-teammates, a lot of people coming out to support. It's a sold-out crowd. Uh, you got Tampa and the Orioles both fighting for the first place. Obviously, the series starts tonight, a big four-game set. So it's just exciting times to be an Orioles fan and, and a Tampa fan. So, you know. These festivities are going to be nice, a good celebration, and then watch some good baseball this weekend. Give us something. Is there anything special that you have planned, like some, I don't know, if you're speaking or celebration or anything, right? And it, it's it's called what? Is it called the retirement ceremony? Is it like the yeah. chairs on I mean, the field situation? No, I think that's more of the Hall of Fame thing. Uh, okay. I think this is more gathering and me and my kids walk from center field. I throw out the first pitch. Nice. Definitely throwing an knuckleball. I uh, got my I got my fingers filed for that, and uh, no, just it's just a celebration. They they asked me, do I want to say some words? Um, you know how most people do things through newspaper clips or things, and I'm like, I'm not gonna really do that. I'm just gonna put out a really good, uh, thoughtful, real, so that people I'm gonna thank as many people as I can or can remember, and they'll hear it from the horse's mouth rather than having to read it through the newspaper and making them money. Uh, you can tap on and get me to like so I can uh, up my game when it comes to social media. Nice. I like that. That's okay. A good, that's, a, that's, that's a branding. That's Are you going to take thinking. a shot? Are you going to take a shot at John Angelus when you're on there? No, I'm trying to get hired by him. Uh, no, I'm not. You, you guys want me to? You guys want me to mess with him? I'm not messing with. I don't mess with owners. No, I don't, uh, I don't a little mess, bit. No, just a little I don't bit. Mess like, with owners. Just prod him a little bit. AJ does. AJ, other AJ the other does. AJ does. Oh, AJ loves messing with owners. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna mess with it. I might. I might just tell him like, hey. Hey, just let, let me be your PR. Let me, <laughs> let me, let me, do, it for, let me do it for you. You, Dude, know? you would just crush that. For you. <laughs> Same with you, Pruszynski. You should be uh, the PR for the Sox, no? I'm not, I'm not allowed to talk about the White Sox. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Just bet <laughs> on them. They well, are the good best news. organization in the world. <laughs> <laughs> good news. We have a lot to get to before we talk to David Wells is going to join us. So let's Ooh. charge the damn mound powered by Tiza and Chaim Bloom was fired. He gone. That's all I'm gonna no. I have a lot actually on this. Okay. There was a whole press release. This they told him this in the morning before the Yanks Red Sox split doubleheader. And actually, weird, Dombrowski got fired during a four-gamer for the Red Sox against the Yankees in September of 2019. There's comments from the team, but then also later on, which I, I guess is the owner, right? So I'll mix in a couple here. Like while parting ways is not taken lightly. Today signals a new direction for our clubs and principal owner, John Henry. 
organization has significant expectations on the field. And while Hyam's efforts in revitalizing our baseball infrastructure have helped set the stage for the future, we will today begin a search for new leadership. Everyone who knows Hyam has a deep appreciation and respect for the kind of person he is, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'll give you, and also it's not just Hyam Bloom, it's also Brian O'Halloran, who's his GM, and he was the chief baseball officer. So Sam Kennedy, who's the president of the team, said they expected um, that they would quote, be in this thing by now. And we fell short of that. They're aiming for world championships. He, he did rule out Theo Epstein, so we could put that all to bed. He's like, that ain't happening. He ain't coming back. And he said that, quote, we have gotten glimpses of this emerging new core of the Red Sox. There are a lot of great things to build on. And then separate quote, we need leadership that can continue to build the org from the bottom up, and quote, that is focused on winning at the big league level. So... AJ, is it Haim Bloom's fault that the Red Sox were not good this year? Um, is it the payroll's fault that they're not good this year? They didn't spend any money this year. They're 11th this year. And they're the Red Sox. They're 11th in payroll this year. Uh, Haim Bloom has not been given the resources that predecessors to him have been given. They want to get under the luxury tax. I get it. But, man, it is just weird to say that they are 11th in payroll and listen, they're fighting with the Yankees, who obviously are higher than them. I actually think that Hein Bloom's done a pretty good job. If you look at some of the people he's developed, the Tristan Cassis, and and brought in Justin Turner, and he brought in some other guys on some pretty good deals. I think Hein Bloom's done all right. He definitely has. I feel like there's there's some things that he built that are going to last longer than a eight year contract to a certain player or a six year contract to another free agent, like. He's brought it. I mean, look at this roster now. Jaron Duran, they've developed him. And I know for a fact that Heim Bloom created the player development structure that's down there, which, in my opinion, if you take over a team and granted, COVID was in there too, like you're brought in, if you're not given money to spend, you're brought in to develop a minor league system. He's done that. So now you have Jaron Duran, impact player, Tristan Casas. Impact player. We'll get some rookie of the year votes. Now you have Rafaela just came up. You have uh Will is it Willier? Willier I Abreu? Oh yeah. Abreu. Abreu. They just you they have, traded for him. You have I was there while they were while they were working at bringing Brian Brian Bello up to the big leagues. I was in uh, it was high A double A. I was there as they were transitioning him. The player development system in the Red Sox was completely revamped. And they have all of it's Heim Bloom's fingerprint on that because of who he hires. He doesn't necessarily hire all strategic analytical guys. He doesn't necessarily hire all baseball guys. He's hiring people who care about the players and are incredible communicators and people who are not willing to be like, you know what? I know what's going on. We're not going to do that. Like they're asking questions. They're very, very great. They're awesome at communicating. And so to fire him after you gave him, what did you say, AJ? The 11th payroll mm -hmm. in baseball? 11th highest payroll right now. Yeah, but but Jonesy, I mean, the Orioles payroll is nothing. The uh, Rays mm -hmm. payroll is nothing. Mm -hmm. And I can come up with, you know, half the league that is more than half the league spending much less than him and including other teams that are not spending much. I'm just giving you a little devil's advocate. Right, but I mean, here. most, yeah, but most of those teams aren't Boston. 
You know, you're not the Boston Red Sox. That franchise is, especially this uh, this new century, they got four world championships. Um, winning is uh, winning is everything up to Boston and New York. Obviously, the Yankees have had uh, Cashman for 20, 25 years. So, you know, they have not uh, parted ways with him. But in Boston, it's the chance about championships. If you don't win, there's always, there's always going to be a scapegoat, always somebody that you point a finger at. Always somebody that does something, but just just like you said, though, Kratzy is about how he revamped the whole minor league. Somebody's gonna get that get that structure and be able to pseudo take credit for. It. We obviously know who the credit really goes to, but if the Red Sox have success in the, in the coming years, it's gonna be based. If they're gonna give the credit to the new GM, um, but we all know that the blueprint, and the foundation was laid was laid by Bloom. Yep. Also, don't forget. Heim Bloom was ordered to trade Mookie Betts. That was his first job. I mean, that's the first thing you get. Plus, I mean, Chris Sale, right, was signed before he got there, I believe. Yes. So he was stuck with that. I, I mean, not, I love Chris Sale. He's one of my all-time favorite people I've played with. But, you know, his contract, he hasn't been healthy for, so he's stuck with that, right? I mean, he's been kind of put behind the eight ball trying to get under the luxury tax and trying not to spend money. But he also had to trade one of the best players in baseball right away. Then he has Chris Sale's contract on there. I mean, he's kept them competitive. I think last year they won 90-something games, didn't they? I, yeah. I mean, Tre Trevor Story probably wasn't a great idea, but Bogarts walked. Uh, he did sign Devers. Uh, it, it's been like – it's kind of been a mixed bag, but I think over the long haul, if you were to give Bloom a couple more years because of what Kratz said and the way they've developed guys, and that's what it's all about is developing players from your minor league system, the Red Sox are in a better place now than they were four years ago when Dabrowski would let go. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. To me, I would say, what has he done wrong? Like, what, and, oh, and we don't know. He the, said, like, story that so far is not a good contract. Okay. But he also doesn't plan on Trevor Story blowing his elbow out. He had Tommy John surgery. True. Like, and it's not that bad of a contract. It's 140. It's Insane amount of money, but it's not 225. He got that very 140. That's what I'm saying. Like, he got that 140. If, you, if that's the one thing that, like, ah, we can't come up with anything else. I got another. Because because 140, when shortstops were going for, shoot. I mean, this was during the same time that Tatis was going on that was getting his contract. Not saying that, like, this is, they spent as little as you were going to spend on the market. For a shortstop. No, but also the last two trade deadlines have been weird. And I, my question would be, and again, I'm actually, I'm for all you guys. I'm just giving you a little devil's advocate and what ownership's yeah. doing right now going up. Well, because my thing is, no, I'm, I think that he should have stayed. And I think this is totally ownership's fault. They're not spending as much. They brought in a guy and said, hey, let's be the Rays a little more. And he's like, okay, I'll do my Rays thing because you don't want to let me go crazy, right? Yes. Okay. Well, I'm doing it. And that's a process. The Rays weren't built overnight. They were shitty for a while even when they were kind of redoing their whole system yes. and they weren't going to consistent winner took time to find all of that. The ownership just got impatient. So let me just give you one other side though. They had two weird trade deadlines in a row. I, I would just want to know, Hyam's awesome to talk to behind the scenes too. I would just want to know like what happened there. What was the game plan? What's going on? Cause I think our show can continue to tell people that 
a front office, a GM, a CBO, whatever you want to call them, they operate within the purview of ownership. Everything that's being decided is in conversation with ownership. What should we do? They don't, some teams, very few though, say, here's your budget or here's the situation, go. Almost all of them though, owners say, here's what we're doing. Oh, we don't want to spend like that, right? Oh, we don't want to trade our guys right now. We want to go for it. So the last two trade deadlines were super weird for Boston. Like this trade deadline, you're going for it or not? Are you deciding based on what the trades are, if you should go for it or not? That's where I think front offices are fucking up. And he's not the only one where San Francisco and some of these other teams, like you either did nothing or you're shopping both sides. Like if I get a deal, then I'll go in. If I get a deal for this guy, I'll go out. Like you shouldn't, this is not a stock market. Is your team good or not? Should you improve it or should you get rid of your guys? The last two deadlines were weird. So I would want to know more about that. And I'm not saying that's the reason, but that's the reason. That's part of what they're going to put out there. I'm telling you that. You're going to see the articles over the next few days. They're going to go, oh, they were blaming those weird trade deadlines. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. White Sox have the, I think it was the seventh. You're not allowed to talk about them. No, I'm just, this is a, this is a good thing. Seventh or fifth highest payroll this year, 197 million, whatever was higher than the Red Sox. Okay. Whose future would you rather have? Right now, looking at the two teams organizationally wide, the White Sox or the Red Sox? It's not close. Red Sox. Okay. Both of them just changed their general managers. It will definitely – it's so ironic that they changed them almost the exact same time. It'll be like there's two trajectories. Let's see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I'm One thing to keep in mind, though, AL Central sucks. I don't think it'll ever be dominant. Or that's, That's too much. It's, it, it doesn't look good right now. The AL East is a freaking gauntlet, especially when you have the two non-spenders right now in their peak. So just keep it. Just it's tough. The competition is fierce. Boston's not a bad team. Their pitching should be better. It's hard, dude. They're over five hundred. They're over yes. five hundred. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Dude, this, so it's this not, like not a awful. bad ball club, but it's not good enough to be. A playoff team this year. It's just how it is. We we need to we need to hear more inner workings of these discussions. Like the guy, he first year he fires Mookie Betts, trades him over to L.A. Then he essentially gets what he got for him. He got Connor Wong and Verdugo. That's it. And now Jeter, down, he down. went to yeah. well. No, no. There's like there's four guys in right, the trade, right, but, but guys who are. Yeah. Actually, who's playing. the contributor? Yeah, playing. Yeah. That's a tough trade. They they had they were dealing him. They had to insane. deal. Him. He yeah. had to deal. How him. many of those yeah. trades work out for both teams? Look how many times those superstar guys are traded and they get four or five guys back. It is very rare that a guy coming back is a guy to replace. I mean, even four of them combined, it never, it almost never works out. No. I mean, look at the look at the Nationals for for Soto. I mean, look at the, all these guys. I mean, I mean, C.J. Abrams is a nice player. You know, Mackenzie Gore is okay. Right, but they're not making up for Juan Soto leaving. It just doesn't happen. And and Heim Bloom was put in that position because you can make this trade, right? You, and so we're going to put it on you, Heim. We bring you in, and that's the first order of business. Like, dude, imagine if they would have kept Mookie Betts and spent on him. What they maybe where they'd be right now? You just don't know. I mean, you, you know, Yoshida's there. He had a great start. He's kind of fallen off the second half. Did they overpay for him? I mean, these are all questions that that we'll find out over the long haul, right? But, I mean, High Boom was put in a tough spot from the get-go. Oh, by the way, trade away one of the best players, not only of Red Sox history, but could be go down as a Hall of Fame player. Oh, yeah, get rid of them. Why? Because we don't want to spend the money. All right. But that's why owners pay front office people to take the hits for them. That's just the way the business yeah. works. That's, so 
but yeah, let's see what happens. I think we're all on the same page here. I mean, dude definitely didn't get full leeway to build the thing like he wanted to. And there were a lot of positive signs and ownership just said, oops, we made some mistakes on our front and you're taking the hit for it. Someone's got to do it. So we'll see what happens. He gone. He gone. Also, unfortunately, got to um, say that about Scherzer, but we'll talk more about him later. Um, just wanted to say this Charge the Mound seg is powered by Teaser. Use the discount code FOUL, F-O-U-L, for 20% off your first order at TeaserEnergy.com. All right, so ready? <laughs> we, we, we cannot energy. We cannot avoid we, – we, we're missing one story, and I know we're a little over time, but we need to just – Give chapter two on Hot Corner of the fucking brutal news for the Rangers with Max Scherzer done for the year. You know what's crazy is you don't hear about that injury very often, the terrorist major muscle strain. But that's actually the same injury that Verlander had to start the season. So there's the Nightingale tweet and everyone putting it out yesterday. And you got the word from Chris Young and, and Max spoke you know really well as always about the details of what happened and how he's like saying it, it felt like unlike anything he's felt before injury wise and all of that. And it happened quick. Like he felt something and you know, several pitches later, he's like, damn, what the fuck? And, and he's done. He said, the only kind of positive is that it's not surgery because you know, at his age and his situation, it does sound like next year he's good to go, but done for the regular season. I mean, Chris Young, and I don't know if Scherzer are at it, but basically said unlikely, you know, for postseason or anything. So that's it for 2023 max, which sucks. Cause the Rangers actually have had a good week, Adam. They took all three here against the Blue Jays so far, but now your big dog that you traded for in the rotation is done. That's a big, big blow. I mean, um, <clears throat> obviously they still need to get into the to the tournament, but you know, no one wants to face Scherzer, Evaldi, uh, Montgomery, especially in a three game series for a wild card. Um, but there's somebody's got to step up. Martin Perez maybe uh, go back into the um, starting rotation. But you got to step up, and, but I mean it's a big blow because it's a big dog, and part of it. Um, but good thing it's not surgery, so rehab and do what he needs to do for next year. But this is a year where the Rangers, you know, obviously broke out and had a lot of expectations. Obviously traded for him, um, but it's just it's just a big blow. A lot of teams go through these kind of things. You just got to next man up it and figure it out because. Everybody else is, they don't care. They're happy. Everybody, the, the, you don't think the Mariners are, you think the Mariners are like, damn, they lost it. No, they're happy that you don't have Scherzer. So, um, guys just got to step up. I will say, I mean, the Rays are missing, you know, most of their rotation, and they're still looking good. So, you know. Exactly. It is what it is. Listen, it sucks for the Rangers. It sucks for Max. Uh, there's there's really, there's nothing you can do. Injuries happen, just a bad time of year. And uh, he said he's going to be back ready to go next year. So, the Rangers will get him. For a full season next year, and we'll see what happens. But right now, the Rangers won the first three in Toronto, and can they do the sweep and maybe put the nail in the Toronto Blue Jays' coffin tonight? Yeah, their offense woke up a little bit, which is great. They're playing good ball in the past week now after a really rough, whatever, two, three, four weeks. So I'm inside. It actually looks super sunny there, but a little shady Rays action for everyone, too. Want to shout out our guys there um, and gals and uh, just say that, if it's still hot as hell, like many of our guests are going through right now and very sunny, summer is very much not over at the moment. So make sure you get yourself hooked up with a little Shady Rays action. It's independent sunglasses company offering world-class product. 
It's just as good as any of that super, super bouge, fancy, expensive stuff that you're going for. It is bouge. It just doesn't cost as much. Uh, durable frames, extremely clear optics. Get it all done and make sure you hit up ShadyRays.com and don't pay full price. 50% off, two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Get it done. Also, if you don't love your pair, exchange for a new pair. Return them free within 30 days. You know all about the lost and broken replacements plan. Um, which you can learn more about if you've watched any of our shows in the past like month or two. So no risk when you shop. Go for it um, at ShadyRays.com. Try for yourself the Shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. We'll finish up here. Do a little uh, slap hands action. <laughs> All right, dude, Six mostly down. Mostly for you. Yeah, it's still, I mean, we got to go back and redo it, I guess. Um, mostly for you, dude, just um, congrats. Have a freaking time out Thank there. You. Actually hope the weather's nice for you. Uh, I haven't looked, but um, enjoy the sold out crowd. And also, I will say, you picked a good year for this too. You picked a good year to go celebrate the retirement and all that because Baltimore's buzzing over their baseball team right now. And really like, cause we've talked about the Nats a little bit over the past couple of weeks with like Rizzo resigning and the Strasburg stuff, whatever. Like there was a time period where, you know, Nats baseball was the thing. Right. And they had a good run and like, they were kind of stealing some yeah. fans down in that area. And Baltimore's <laughs> grabbing them back right now. Cause they're playing ball. Dude, they're reeling them back in and they're playing terrific. Um, it's I'm glad that it worked out. Uh, I just want to be a little little part of their of their celebration season. They're playing great. They're putting themselves in a position to do something special. Here comes October, and the fans are excited about it. But the fans are excited not just only for this year. They know that okay, we're we're maybe exceeded expectations a little bit this year, but they're excited for the future. And when you have your fan base excited for the future, that's when it's that that's when it's more rewarding. That they know that okay, maybe not, not uh, this year is our year. Next year, a few years, we have a window. Now you go to a team like the Padres, the fans are already like, oh, fire sale. Let's do all this because I'm in tune with a lot of those guys. Uh, Baltimore is a little different. They're like, hey, let's, you know, we, we got a team. Let's keep bringing these guys. Let's keep grooming them. They love what the what ownership has done. They love what their life has done. And they just want to keep maintaining it. Obviously, they, the fans want to bring in a bigger name, a big free agent. But at the same time, they understand that we don't, that's not us. But we love our guys. And, you know, as a blue-collar city, this is, this was an easy place to play. Show up and play. And, I, I mean, Cal Ripken was the, was the catalyst here. So it's like, I need a day off. You just go into the training room like, yeah, I'm sore today. And he just looks at you just like this. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Really? You're sore. Got you. So it was it was an easy place to play. Just show up to work and, and just play. And you did that, dude. You were durable as hell. So yeah. fans appreciate that, that they know that they can yeah, show yeah. up and they know you're going to be in the lineup, which, you know, there, there's plenty of dudes that couldn't keep themselves on the field for whatever reasons, which it, it happens. But people appreciate posting every day. Still, in my mind, an underrated part of the game. And like, you know, Atlanta clinched. That's the other thing we didn't, we'll get to more um, tomorrow. But Atlanta's dudes play every day. Like that stuff stands out. So just keep that every in day. mind. Every freaking day. I was day. told. It's crazy. In free agent, I was told that like I played too much, so teams weren't <laughs> as interested in me. It's like they tell you, be an everyday player. I did that, but I did it too much. I played too many games. I'm like, what the hell does that even mean? 
Like, so I, basically, I'm an 06 uh, Expedition Eddie Bauer edition. I got the leather inside. Uh, but I was, I was, I was just an old, old uh, Expedition at that point. That is such garbage. Okay. Oh, he plays too much. Terrible. What? Yeah. That's that, the point. That's one of the worst takes I've ever heard in baseball. Oh, uh, he plays too much, guys. Yep. Too I'm much sorry, tread. What? There's not enough tread left on a tire. They would take another player. I wouldn't want to say the player's name, but they would right. rather have another player at 110 to 120 games rather than me for the 150 that I was that I was producing. I'm just like, I know there's games where you don't do nothing. There's tons of games where you just over forward. Like, why show up? But when it it looks sexy, I don't give a damn what nobody say. It looks sexy when you see 150 games in that, the back of that card. I don't no, care. you're right. The 112s, Everything. 108s, 96. Nah, that ain't it. Nope, nope. You did it right, man. I'm telling you, and there's less and less of that, and I know it's hard to do, so you should be proud of that. That's a big deal, yeah. and and fans still Appreciate respect it. the hell out of that. I will give you that. 100% they do. Hey, quick announcement. So for everyone, next week, watching FT Live, we will be in Cincinnati live broadcast, mm. 1 to 3 Eastern from Great American Ballpark on Monday, on Tuesday, and on Wednesday, right around that, that MGM Sportsbook. Look out for us. Myself, Todd Father, Danny Graves is going to join the FT team next week. So can't freaking wait. We'll give you more details on it tomorrow. But all you need to know, we'll be out there live. We'll be talking to Reds. We'll be talking to some Twins players too because they're playing the Twins. So uh, can't wait for that. And uh, we'll give you more details tomorrow though. But just wanted to throw that out there to the FT world. And especially if you're in Cincinnati and you want a little Todd Father and Danny Graves content, or you know, those two were a big deal um, in Cincinnati. So pretty cool that we got them all together there to do that. Um, get some Montgomery, please. Get some what? Montgomery Inn ribs. Montgomery Inn ribs. Okay, marking that down because I've done some steakhouse action down there, and I don't remember the names. But um, oh, we have an amp caller. Let's bring in our amp caller right now to finish up. What's your name? Who's your squad? And uh, what's your comment or question? You got Bron and Jones here. Hi, guys. Uh, my name is Dylan from New Jersey. My favorite team, I love my New York Yankees. I know they're not doing great this year, but always looking forward to next year. Uh, my question is more for Jonesy. Um, just with the firing of Bloom and the people in the Red Sox front office, I was just curious, as a player in that organization, what is the feel in the clubhouse like? Are guys talking about this? Do they discuss this with each other? Does the owner come in and tell them uh, that this is going to happen? Or do they learn from TV like us? Uh, I just want to know what that process is like and what the feel in that clubhouse is now. Thank you, guys. Appreciate your great question, too, Jonesy. Um, yeah, great question. Um, it's, it's all the above. It's like you get reports from social media because obviously people are in tune to that. Um, but... I think some players who have a little bit more cachet maybe have a little bit more sense of what's going on. Maybe there was arguments behind closed doors, uh, things that obviously you have to be uniform personnel to know and understand to be in that situation. Um, but definitely there's conversations about it. The guys are like, hey, hey, hold on, because there was no hinting towards it. We knew with the Mets. There was a hinting towards it. We knew with the White Sox, okay, with a season like they're having, with the expectations over the last four years, okay, change is needed. Um, with with Boston, it was like, whoa, that surprised me. I seen a tweet earlier that really surprised me because 
I thought he was doing a fantastic job. It was the same thing when Stearns resigned in uh in, in Milwaukee. You're like, why? But there's always a, a greener passion. These guys are very smart and they understand that the business of it. Sometimes, you know, when you're fired, it's the best thing that could happen for you in your career. Sometimes when you decide not to take a job or resign from one, it might, you know, look at greener pastures. But guys definitely talk about it. The younger guys are definitely like, oh man, what happened? Especially if he if you're part of his uh, regime and he brought you up in his tutelage, you're definitely like, hey, am I next because I'm part of his thing? You're not relaxed players. But <laughs> it's, it's definitely conversations that go on because it's a business and we're all part of it. There's all little small parts of it that go on. The, the conversations go on and it's just it's just weird because I had one manager fired and it's during the season and I was it was my second year in Baltimore. So I'm like Millar, uh, Huff, Ramon Martin, Ramon Hernandez, like Melvin Moore, like, how do I even react? I don't even know how to even have a reaction to this. What do I do? And it's like, your name in the lineup, you play. So, yeah, I mean, there's anxiety, but you just you can't worry about it. You got to go, just do your yeah. thing. Speaking from someone who's who's never touched a dugout or a clubhouse or any of it. that's why he goes. Uh, this is for Jonesy. No, that's good. That was a great question and a great answer too. So, um, <laughs> we do that every day. Um, usually about like ten two. You can, uh, if you're listening in on AMP, you can request to join and follow at Foul Territory in AMP. It's free to join and uh, we take questions. I love it. I love doing it. So um, for more info, we've got plenty on our socials if you want to figure out how to do that if you haven't been on AMP before. And that's it. What a day. (laughs) See you on Friday. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.